what's the best tongue twister you know? I like, she sells seashells by the seashore. I like, how much wood would chuck chuck if wood chuck could chuck wood? A wood chuck would chuck as much wood as a wood chuck wood if wood chuck could chuck wood. These are fun and they remind me of what Mosher tells God in Parsha Vayera. Let's take a look. Hi there, I'm Miriam Sima. And I'm Athira. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning together and we're so excited to learn with you. We'll be looking at Parsha Vayera today, so let's get into the story. Last week, we learned about the Jewish people becoming slaves in Egypt and about Moshe escaping from Paro to become a shepherd in Midian. And we learned about Hashem calling out to Moshe through the miracle of the burning bush, telling him to go back to Egypt and set his people free. So Moshe returned to Egypt. He teamed up with his brother Aharon, and together they performed Hashem's miracles. They could even turn Moshe's staff, his walking stick, into a snake. But when Moshe and Aaron went to meet Paro and asked him to let Hashem's people go, Paro said, Who's Hashem? Why should I listen? I will not let your people go. Paro was angry and punished the Jewish slaves. He stopped giving them straw to make bricks, so they had to work harder than ever. The Jewish people were angry. They blamed Moshe and Aaron for making their lives even harder than before. When God asked Moshe to go speak to Paro again, Moshe didn't want to go. Let's listen to some of the conversation between Moshe and Hashem, the way it's written in the Torah. It's okay if you don't understand all the words. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're a grown-up who's driving, then keep your eyes on the road. Ready? We're starting near the beginning of the third Aliyah. Vayomer Moshe lifnei Adonai Hein ani arahos vataim Ve'ech nishma elai paro And Moshe said before Hashem, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips, so how will paro hear me? Adira, what do you notice about this Pesach? It's a lot like Last Parsha, like he's talking about how he has like a stutter. So I feel like he's just like, that's his go-to excuse. You feel like Moshe's making excuses here. Yeah, and his stutter is like his go-to excuse. But Jem already has a solution for that, our own. Uh-huh. Right, and we're going to hear about that again soon. So what do you think Moshe's afraid of? Why does he need to make those excuses? Well... He doesn't want the Jews to have to work harder because of him, because he's a nice person. And he's probably also afraid that they'll like him even less than they already do. So you're saying that B'nai Israel just are not big Moshe fans right now, because it was Moshe who really made them have more more hard work? Yeah, and like he's already on bad terms with them. If he does another thing... They are probably going to come after him with torches and pitchforks. Oh, my goodness. So why do you think the Pesach, like, I'm wondering why the Pesach, instead of saying, I have uncircumcised lips, it's hard for me to talk, and so I'm going to make B'nai Israel's life harder. Why is the Pesach focusing on Paro? Like, the Pesach says, how is Paro going to listen to me? Oh, well, I don't think that's actually about the lips. I think it's more about, like, Paro doesn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. So Moshe's words just aren't going to do it. Yeah, because Paro just doesn't want to listen. 
So Paro doesn't want to listen, and there's almost nothing Moshe could do to change Paro's mind. Basically, yeah. So that's how Moshe's feeling right now. Probably. So, dear, you're talking about how Moshe likes to make this excuse because he's scared. Have you ever made excuses for something that you didn't want to do? Oh, I know. There was one time, I don't remember, I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I wasn't really making an excuse, but I was like saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. Just like over and over and over. And you think that's kind of what Moshe is doing? Sort of. But, like, I think, like, if I just didn't want to do something, I'm like, oh, but I have to do this right now. Or I'm really tired. Like, yeah, like, I'm sick right now. Like, I have a stomachache. I get or... stomach aches all the time, so, like, it's like a ready-to-go excuse, like Moshe's lips thing. <laughs> That's interesting, right? Because you do actually get stomach aches. I do actually get stomach aches, and I only use that excuse when I have the stomach ache. But it's still an excuse. It's still an excuse. Right. So you're saying that it's not that Moshe's lying, right? Yeah. But, like, his excuse might still be an excuse, yeah. even if it's not something yeah. that he is making up. What do you think uncircumcised lips means? Mm-hmm. He has like a stutter. Yeah, I wonder I wonder why they use that word. It's like it's almost like the lips have like something that is making them not work properly. Fear. Fear. You think it's fear that's making Moshe's lips not work properly. Might be. Are you ready to do a little more? Close your eyes again and listen to the sounds and words of the Torah. Vayomer Adonai al Moshe Re'ehe Netaticha Elohim Lefaro Vaharon Achicha Iye Neviacha. And Hashem said to Moshe, Look, I have given you as a god for Paro, and Aharon, your brother, will be your prophet. So, dear, one thing I'm noticing is that Hashem almost has a stutter. Right? Like Hashem can't speak without Moshe being Hashem's prophet. But Moshe can't speak either, so Moshe needs Aaron. It's like, I can't speak. Okay, time for plan B, Moshe. Oh no, Moshe can't speak. Time for plan C, Aaron. Aaron be like, I'm plan C. So, Adira, what do you think about the fact that Aaron's the one to be Moshe's prophet? Do you think it's important that it's Aaron specifically, or do you think it could have been anybody? Well, I guess it could have been Miriam. Why isn't it Miriam? It's a good question. I wonder why it wasn't Miriam. It should be Miriam! Mm, that would have made the story so much better! <laughs> so, what do you think? Why, why are you saying Miriam specifically? Well, they're both like his siblings, and they're the first siblings in the Torah that actually get along. And the Midrash says that they are rated equally. So, like, they're the first siblings in the Torah who actually get along. So you're saying that it couldn't have been anyone who wasn't in Moshe's family, right? It could have been Miriam. It could have been Aaron. That's about it. And that they got along together because yeah. they weren't in, like, a sibling rivalry like all those families in Brishi. Yeah. Right, you couldn't have sibling rivalry in front of Paro. That would be no good. 
Adira, we learned some amazing stuff today, and we can talk about it more with the rest of the family over Shabbat. What do you think? What should we ask everyone at our Shabbat table? I guess we could ask, like, would it have been important for it to be our own, or could it be anybody else? And, like, see what answers they come up with. That sounds awesome. How about you, listening at home? Did you hear something today that you'd like to talk about more with your family? Thank you so much for being part of our Torah time. Join us next time for Parshat Bo. Until next Torah time.